Okay, in three, two, one, mark. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Cancel for Maintenance podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we are a podcast that takes a behind-the-scenes look into the gritty, non-glamorous life of aviation maintenance. We share some laughs, impart some wisdom, all in hopes of giving you that split seconds relief in your day that could help prevent a mishap. I am your co-host, Six, and joining me today is a co-host from a long time ago, my wife, Nine. Hi, everybody. The Nine was actually a guest on our show about episode 18 on Heroes Behind the Line Part 1. Uh, we, not including this episode, we have published about 138. So it's been a while since the last time she's on. Our other co-hosts, MVP and Shoreline, are actually currently out this week. They are taking some much-needed time for themselves to uh, manage their work, life, family balance, some self professional self-improvement, like uh, education, and other steps that helps them uh, manage that work-life balance once again and improve themselves. We here at the show, we emphasize a lot about taking those moments to work on yourself, some self-improvement, help make yourself, your family, and your work life better and managing that balance. So we'd be remiss if we don't at least attempt to practice that for ourselves. So here we are. And today, that's something we would like to talk about today is taking those moments, uh, trying to manage that work-life family balance, and then just realizing that trying to is just is probably like the hardest thing to do and sometimes you 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 plan to make that happen but it doesn't always work out as the way you should or it sounded good in your head until you actually put it in practice and it doesn't exactly pan out (laughs) the way you wanted it to um especially like say if you're in a relationship or you have family members, you know, you always want the best. You always want to make things perfect the first time, but it doesn't always turn out that way. Now, some might just kind of brush it off saying like, well, that's life, but it it's, it, there's a lot more to it than just saying it out loud or putting it on paper or planning it. These are all good things. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's, you got to be able to roll with it and kind of adapt as you go along. Does that make any sense to anybody? I hope. Yeah, it does. I mean, we, we go through it daily. Um, you know, just trying to balance life with the kids and the house and everyday activities. So, you know, sometimes you just kind of have to go with the flow if, you know, we get some bumps in the road. Yeah, most definitely. And just like when you're at work, especially like a high stress, high demand, high turnaround uh, industry, such as aviation or other service and hospitality industries, the schedules, they try to get that down to a T, like, almost perfect, near perfect with all sorts of backup plans, all sorts of risk assessments, all sorts of what have you used to make the plan the solid, the most solid thing there. 
But as we all know, with those said industries, especially aviation, things get delayed, things break, things happen, bumps in the road, hiccups in the system, whatever the case may be, something doesn't always go right. And I, and I think that's true for pretty much any plan, right? Like um, you can be as meticulous, as thorough as you can be, possibly be, but life finds a way. As Jurassic Park has said, <laughs> and it, there's always going to be a little bump in the road or a significant bump in the road that's just going to throw things or inconvenience things just enough to throw it uh, out of track. And uh, as we mentioned, like work has its needs, so whatever when you're at whatever work demands, there's certain things that you just have to make meet. Like it has to happen, like customer satisfaction or on time performance, just in time deliveries, so forth. Right? We're not going to get too deep into this, but it has needs. And when you're there, you have to address them as best as you can. And sometimes being an all star at work means other things outside of work tend to kind of suffer maybe maybe not so maybe suffer is not a good word but it's it's you can focus your attention at everything 100 percent of the time if that makes any sort of sense like, yeah i mean the first thing that you kind of um you know family family is one of them where you can't you know, you might be late for dinner or, you know, you can't really listen to what your kids have to say at that exact moment because you're exhausted and, you know, like, and then you feel guilty afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a hard balance. Right. And th- that's a very good take you mentioned about uh, being exhausted and burned out because we all know, like, either of those lives, be it work or, or your outside of work life, they have their demands, they have their schedules. I, I, I think schedule is too sterile of a word, but let's just kind of roll with that for now. So like they have their own needs and you only have so much of a, of a pool of energy or a pool of um, fuel, <laughs> let's say, to handle it. And so if you're ready running on fumes on one, it kind of, it makes the other one suffer because that needs that full unbridled attention. And if you're already running on fumes, that's when things start to get kind of sour. Right. And we, we've all have seen stuff like that, where if you're doing fantastic at work or if you're having issues outside of work, it tends to bleed into work. And then you kind of get seen as the, like for lack of a better word, the shit bag. Or you're the one that doesn't pull their weight, or you're unstable, you're unreliable, whichever the case may be. And then vice versa to this. If you're doing fantastic at work, you know, you gave all of your time, energy, your 110% as everyone always uh, preaches to do. You come, you come home and you're burnt. There's like not even fumes to run on because you just gave 110%. And then if you're if you have a family or if you have kids or you have other sort of challenges outside of work, you're done. (laughs) There's not a whole lot to give. And especially for something that has some type of challenge or um, 
uh, kids and, and relationships. If there's nothing to give, where do you, what do you think that direction's going to go? You know, so finding that, finding that work-life balance, finding those two things to meet is in and of itself, like probably like the, one of the biggest struggles you ever have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, we struggle with that personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can only imagine how other people you know, handle that kind of stress and pressure, um, you know, because you don't want to disappoint anybody. You don't want to, you know. Like you don't want to do the wrong thing, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to disappoint my kids or, you know, disappoint you or in disappoint anybody who I'm trying to help and you know that all just puts pressure to just keep going do better you know you might need that extra caffeine uh, lack of sleep you know it's it all adds up and life's a struggle (laughs) it definitely is and uh, we we hear a lot of stuff like oh just try right do your best try make a make a plan and all these other life coach steps they're all fantastic don't get me wrong they're great but and and here's the but that's it's i it's one of those i stuck this is like a mini pet peeve of mine like whenever someone says something good and then they follow with but it's kind of like everything i just said fuck all that (laughs) and so here's the but the but is is like all those steps are awesome but it's not a blanket solution Right. You have to kind of tailor it to the specific needs that you have or the specific needs of your situation and just understand that what works now may not work the next time around. And and I especially say this for like for people with uh, sort different sort of challenges, like they have some kind of neurodivergence or they are caretaking for a family member with a certain um, issue. What's true now may not be true for the next time around. And I think that's kind of sort of the same thing with work too. Like you practice it now, it may help you for the next time around, but it's not going to cover it 100% of the time. And I believe like one of the best things that you can have that will assist in finding this work-life balance is having a great boss. Maybe not, maybe not just a great boss, but just a good enough boss. One that kind of understands. Yeah. One that understands and actually supports, well, not support, but. um, Can provide assistance, right? Is that what you're trying to? Well, like, you know, very understanding Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're just like, you know, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. Or if you need extra time, let me know. If you want to switch with somebody, let me know. Mm -hmm. And. You know, it's it feels great to know that they understand. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, like there's going to be some bosses where you or some people who are bosses and you try to be accommodating, right? We've been there. Oh, I have a problem. Okay, cool. Okay, but yeah, I have another problem. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> um, some people really try to take advantage of the boss. And here on the show, we've 
we've talked extensively about how to be a good boss or good leader versus bad boss, etc. So yeah, we have just having someone who can understand and accommodate uh, as best as they can really helps out. That being said, right, you got to kind of give to give if that makes any sort of sense, right? Like take a penny, leave a penny kind of thing. Um, if you're just uh, doing mediocre work and then you expect all this uh, extra time to handle things outside of work, you can, you, you kind of kind of got to hit a home run every so often if that makes any sort of sense. But I, I noticed too, like, um, I think I said this earlier, like, if you're an all-star in one spot or if you hit a home run in one spot, you're not doing so hot in the other one. And it, it, um, it really um, makes the needs uh, that much harder to hit. Right. And I'm kind of going on a little bit of a tangent here, but like, say like, um, you're struggling to pay bills, right? You're trying to get, keep your utilities up because some some uh, places it's more expensive than others or you only have one job or you guys, ha- uh, you and your partner or your family members have all sorts of jobs, but they pay just barely enough. So like uh, you got to put in those extra hours. You got to put in that extra time. You got to do that extra effort. And then uh, doing all this and you try to come home that comes into the exhaustion that comes into being burned out and then you do you don't have the time to really address your family's needs your significant other's needs or your needs right like we're so uh adamant or not just not adamant i would say maybe uh occupied or um fixated on paying your bills, like physical bills, insurance, house, power, water, whatever. But we often neglect, if not completely skip over the bills that we need to pay for ourselves, right? Like uh, self-care days, rest days, uh, time with the kids, time with the family, time with your significant other, Right. Those are bills, too, if you really think about it. And how many times, let's be honest, how many times have we've gone delinquent on those? <laughs> uh, I I can personally put myself on blast. It, like uh, I have gone well beyond defunct or delinquent with relationship needs and self-care needs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it has been a while since we've been on a date. <laughs> yes, hasn't it? <laughs> um, but, you know, it takes two. Uh, so, you know, all the blame's not on you. We are a team. I appreciate that. And and, and that helps a lot. Uh, probably That's probably one of the, mo- the most healthy that you can have is when Everyone, um, everyone that you're involved with, your significant other, your kids, your people at work, got to understand that it's a team effort, right? And again, calling myself on this, like sometimes uh, you just feel the need to handle it yourself, 
like it, it, it's it's your ball to pitch. You got to be the one with the strike, knowing full well that you have a whole backfield behind you to assist in case you screw up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I go through that too. Like, oh, I have to do it because I know how I want it and I can get it done faster mm-hmm. versus letting somebody else do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure other people are like that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you just called, called me all too because I'm, I'm like that, especially when it comes to stuff at work. Like, I, I want you to learn. I want you to be able to do things. But sometimes I, I have a preferred way of doing it. And so trying to teach you that preferred method from scratch versus just doing it myself, <laughs> it's, it's one of those, again, a give and take, a balance and whatnot. But like pay, paying those bills to yourself, right? Not just your physical bills. I'm talking about like bills as in your needs, your personal needs, your family's needs, your kids' needs, your significant other's needs. We neglect that so much. And I think that's probably why it's such a popular subject for all of entertainment. <laughs> it's like constantly a subject. You see movies about it. You hear other podcasts about it. You hear uh, TV shows and books about it. It's because it's like this constantly uh, evolving struggle. <laughs> it, it always happens. It's guaranteed to happen. But, and it's also one of those things that it's not a blanket solution. Like we mentioned, it always, there's always uh, a specific a specific need for that moment and what's true in that moment may not exactly work for the next. Uh, I'll, I'll give a prime example, like may, maybe not specifically us, but say like uh, your significant other and you have a very important uh, date on the calendar and you perform said thing, say like uh, an anniversary. You did some, you went to dinner for an anniversary or you did some kind of something special for an anniversary Call me wild, but if you were to do that exact same thing again the next year, <laughs> how much of a good time do you think it's going to, or how effective do you believe it's going to be the second time around? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, if it's something like a splurge, right? Like we went to, we took a cruise or we went to a very fancy place that's awesome. I get it. If that's like something that you specifically save for a very important date. Yeah. But if you keep repeating the exact same thing, wearing the exact same outfits, going to the exact same table or close to it, buying the exact same meal, I don't know how effective that's going to be uh, subsequent times. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, it, and it's um, kind of sort of that way with everything else. With what you do for that one, it's effective because you've never done it before. And some sort of things, you can kind of learn lessons and uh, make little adjustments here and there. But if you're just doing it 100% like that all the time, every time, and I'm sure work actually emphasizes that you do it like that all the time, every time, then I don't know how effective that's going to be. I'm going again, I'm going on a huge tangent here. Now, certain things that you might want to keep it that way all the time, every time, like that's a standard. But we're we're talking like stuff where situations 
change or situations have their own little nuances that make them just unique enough that a blanket solution is just not going to work. Right. Example is like with the, with the anniversary thing, not saying I didn't do that, <laughs> but um, there's, again, uh, there's, there's certain things that you just can't um, have a one size fits all solution. Certain things you can like putting on clothes or something, but um, other stuff that have, that have complex uh, issues, you, you can't have fixed complex issues with simple answers. <laughs> that makes any sort of sense to anybody. Well, yeah, everybody is different. Everybody is going through something different. Um, so, you know, of course, the solution is going to be different. So, yeah. And I like to touch a little bit on what Nyan said earlier, where you're just trying, you want to make things perfect, and how certain things are a struggle. Uh, being selfless is almost just as taxing as being selfish, if that makes any sort of sense to anybody. So what I mean by that is when you give yourself to everybody, you handle their needs all the time, every time, and you don't take care of yourself. Mothers especially are, are probably guilty of this. Like um, you, you give so much of yourself to fit everybody's needs and you think next to little of yourself that it's just as damaging as if you were to just to be full on selfish, like flip the script around and you only take care of yourself and let everybody else fall to the wayside. <clears throat> and then feeling guilty about it all, <laughs> right? If I take this one day of taking care of myself or even just 20 minutes, it feels guilty. <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, I feel pretty guilty when I decide to take a mini break and maybe read some manga or watch that one new episode of anime. Um, you know, it's like, oh, I could use that time to do this or do that or, you know, anything, anything else except for what I took a break on to kind of help me de-stress and... Sometimes what I think is the biggest problem is you don't know what to do to help you de-stress. De mm -hmm. Like, I think that took me a long time to figure a new de-stressor <laughs> um, after our, we had our youngest child um, because my schedule did get more hectic. Mm -hmm. So... You know, just keep trying to find something that helps you relax. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the fact that you brought that up is because, again, going back to that blanket solution, like what was, de what was your de-stressor or your, um, your stress relief? Same, same thing, huh? Anyway, <laughs> um, what used to be your stress relief before may not be true in this current scenario. Right. Like uh, uh, de-stressor used to be, oh, let's just go do something outside or let's go do X, Y, Z activity. It doesn't work that way anymore because of reason X, Y, Z. So now you have to find uh, your, uh, your new method. And you kind of have to go through like this little experimentation period. Like, well, let's try this. Doesn't work. Let's try this. Didn't work. Let's try that. Didn't work. And for the outside looking in, it may just seem like some kind of like, 
ADHD meltdown, <laughs> right? Um, but it, it's it's some one of those things. Like as Nine mentioned, I um, you just kind of have to experiment and discover and just realize that like sometimes just finding it can be its own stress. <laughs> it, it really it really is. But again, like uh, it's just uh, having that courage to try. And just realize that that trying, as much of a struggle as it is, is a step forward. Like, even if uh, you've gained nothing from trying, from physically walking forward, you at least know that this path is not going to work. So you figured something out, right? In trying, so you've figured it out. The, there are some, some things where like um, you just have to adjust as to where you're going to aim your effort, right? You can't just like shoot in the dark and just hope it sticks. I'm kind of calling myself on that one because I did that quite a bit. <laughs> right, like, oh, this might work. Let's just throw it out there. Right. right there's some There's sometimes, right? Like you just kind of have to think outside the box. Let's try this. It's n- We've never done it before, but let's try it. Screw it. Right. Well, that didn't work. Well, that was a huge fail. <laughs> but... At least now you know. And you, again, you tried to make it happen. And uh, backtracking a little bit, I want to give a huge shout, kudos and shout out to those um, people with families that can do all of these and still go to work and still freaking be an all-star, especially for single parents or, or where a parent, both parents are working. Y'all are like straight up superheroes, in my opinion, because just having one that stays at home to take care of all the family needs while the other goes and does work, that's a stress enough time. And then to do both where both parents or both um, significant others are working and then the kids are have, have their very tight box schedule and still make it all happen huge man like tip of the hat give these people a a medal y'all deserve it yeah totally and you know parents who are dealing with multiple kids like you know a lot of kids (laughs) yeah or um i also want to talk about like the stay-at-home parents whichever whoever it is or whichever parent it is stay-at-home parenting if you guys haven't realized this or you have a very strong opinion about this it's a full-time job. It's a full-time job that doesn't pay <laughs> it doesn't pay physical bills like you think it does. <laughs> or you get paid in love and kisses and hugs and lack of sleep. And lack of sleep. <laughs> you become you become best friends with caffeine. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, what's that one uh, where you got to get caffeine hooked up to an IV? Well, it's oh yeah, it was that one meme where it's like hooked up to an IV and then you straight up bleed uh, coffee. <laughs> uh, again, like shout out to those, especially even even the single or the stay at home um, parents. Y'all guys do the most, and stay at home parents. I I say you guys don't get enough credit because again, it's a full time job in itself. It's a full-time job that's 100% on-call, on-demand. There's no sleep. And then when you do get sleep, it's always offset from whatever your family members have. <laughs> oh, definitely. How many times did like I 
saw you for maybe 30 minutes, an hour, because you were, you know, you were coming home and then you're basically going to go to sleep and I'm waking up or vice versa. Yeah, it's hectic. Mm -hmm. And especially for stay at home parents, like your sleep schedule is pretty much on demand with your children's schedule. Like, and this doesn't sound that bad to some people, right? But you, but some kids, right? Like, uh, especially during the summer, it's all it's offset from you. Or you, you, or here's a here's probably a, a more relatable one. Say, like, your kids go down, and you and you're like, okay, now I can clean this. Now I can do that thing that I've been putting off for today because I had to take care of uh, my kids. And so you're like, instead of saying let me just sleep when they sleep or let me just kind of take a breather when they're asleep. Okay. Now it's go time because it's quiet and things are and they're, everything's out of the way or put away. So just like do this real fast. And then um, maybe this is us. Maybe this is specifically to us, but you can't just do that laser beam one thing. Like for example, like I'm going to clean the microwave. But as you walk to the microwave, you notice that the dishes need to get put away. Let me put the dishes away first. And then as you're putting the dishes away, like, oh, okay, uh, this needs to get dusted. Let me dust this real fast, real quick, right? So that you tack on all these extra steps <laughs> on top of the other one. Yeah, that's totally me. And then two hours has passed. Right. And then when you finally get to that, that task that you've originally intended to do, somebody wakes up. <laughs> Or, or you, or the sun comes up like, ah, oh. and then there goes your sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In comes the caffeine. Like caffeine round five. <laughs> slap, slap it in. <laughs> and uh, I, I want to tack on an extra challenge, like uh, for parents with neurodivergent kids. Right. What I mean by that is like if neurodivergence is, is a new term for you, like uh, ADHD, autism, and some and other types of mental health or physical health challenges. That's huge. I I can't stress enough how much I appreciate those parents who can handle and work with. Uh, children who have th those kind of challenges, be it uh, neurodivergence or some kind of physical challenge, and still uh, manage to keep themselves together. Um, examples, like say with uh, autism, right? Um, if you guys are not if familiar with autism, everyone just kind of has a blanket uh, understanding like, okay, it's a learning disorder or it's a learning challenge. Yes. And no, <laughs> um, people who are versed with autism, uh, they understand that it's a spectrum. So like, it's not one color or one size fits all, like we've been mentioning throughout the episode. It's this whole spectrum of personalities and understandings and, and issues that each individual person with autism undergoes. There's some commonalities, sure. But one of the ones that, that has really opened my eyes with autism um, is that it's not a one-size-fits-all description and it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Um, an example is like, say, with like a child with autism, it, what works for them right now, right this very second, they will absolutely hate it 
two seconds later. Or um, they will fall asleep at, at this time. And then you're thinking, oh, good to go. And then the next day, they're staying up for 18 hours. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how it is they do it. Maybe it's just uh, children in general, or maybe it's uh, children of autism or other neurodivergence, but they have all sorts of energies. And so maybe maybe it's because of the stimulation that just over uh, overpowers them and, and then they have unlimited energy or they find this un, this untapped well of energy but we've we've seen how that how that happens and when they go into those modes it really challenges people (laughs) really challenge and i can i can you can see like the the loss of hope i guess in their eyes um like i don't know what to do (laughs) help (laughs) help But um, it takes a lot of love, as Nine said. It takes a lot of love. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of teamwork to make it all happen. And there's a lot of services out there who that help you, um, that you can look into to get the help you need. And, you know, some of it is, it's great advice and others it's not so great you know it's you just gotta figure out what what works for your child yes and and again as we've been saying it's not a one-size-fits-all and sometimes you know you got it you're you're it's totally okay for you to kit bash like uh like it's okay for you to tailor your your um your solution like you can pick and choose bits and pieces from each resource. This part works, but maybe not this one. So let me put get this one, and you kind of just mishmash it together to make your own unique solution. And just understand that whatever that unique solution is may be unique to just that specific situation. And I think that's the one thing that we all need to kind of um, embrace or be understanding of or be aware of is just know that like like uh, not all solutions are one size fits all and especially with with family members or a relationship everybody has needs and everyone has ever-changing needs and just being cognizant or aware that those happen makes you more uh, capable of finding balance or at least budgeting yourself for that balance if that makes any sort of sense Right, because like if you say like, um, I can only budget three points from my from my work life balance pool, but today is four, <laughs> but you've committed only three, so now you're burning, now you're stressing, now you're burning out, right? So just understand like you know like things shift a lot, and um, especially with. Uh, issues like say physical challenges or mental health challenges, neurodivergence, it, it all becomes uh, a, a coin toss as to how the situation is going to be and how and how to figure out that solution. 
kind of went on a tangent there, but, <laughs> but yeah. And, um, so being, being able to, uh, budget that time for yourself and budget to your significant other, it all is, it's all part of the trying piece. And I'd be guilty to say, like, if I, I tried <laughs> or we've tried, but we don't always get it right. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally try to just understand and I feel like communication really helps in our relationship. I mean, sometimes we don't get to communicate like we used to, but you know, at least we try. Yes. And and, and I feel like um, it's probably easier for us given that this place we're in now. And I, and I and I mean this because of like uh, my the different positions I have while in aviation and when I was in the service, like it's kind of what it's one of those you fit it in when you can fit it in, and that wasn't exactly healthy. And and like you were saying at the very beginning of the episode, like when you have an industry that's high stress, high demand, high high turnaround, you kind of have to put your punches in when you, when you can, even though you're totally getting bashed up in the face with it. Right. So like, just, yeah, you, you can't just like lay on the ropes and hopefully they tire out before it's your turn because nine times out of 10, it's not going to tire out. They will wear you out raw before you get a chance to put a swing in. So in those situations where you can only fit what you can, sometimes it's uh, when you attempt to try to fit it in, it's not the right time. If that makes any sort of sense. <laughs> like uh, you have only 20 minutes between shifts or you have only 20 minutes before you have to go back to work. And then there's times when the only way to spend time is at work. <laughs> well, I did spend quite a few times with you at work. Just so I can see you. Yeah. And, and likewise with myself. Uh, there are times when uh, Nyan had to work double jobs. And the only time, and I was working opposite shift to her. So I, I would, she would work days. I would work nights. We'd maybe pass by each other once or twice. Sometimes on the way to work, it always kind of like do like this across the road high five almost. Not, re- not really, but it kind of felt that way. But, um, but then having like even just like those 20 minutes together is like, okay, what can we do in 20 minutes? And sometimes that's not uh, healthy. Right. And if that's the only time you get for each other, for yourselves, yeah, sure. Make it count. But you know, again, that's like that kind of going back to that pay your bills thing. If you're only doing the minimum payment for each other, you're, you're going to be paying it. You're, you're just paying. You're not, effectively doing things and nine said it herself that communication is a huge thing just as we emphasize it at work like communicate 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 that has to be a thing outside of work too and we've seen it happen plenty of times where uh your xyz personality at work and then you leave that all at the door because you're fried or you gave all your energy there then you turn into xyz personality when you're at home (laughs) So, again, like stri- striking that, that ideal balance, it's hard. Believe us, we know it's freaking hard. 
Yes, you are not alone. Yeah. And it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to have a breakdown. Having a breakdown doesn't mean you failed. Having a breakdown means that you're trying and you're trying you're you're trying to have your your brain body connection match up if that makes any sort of sense. I think I confused myself on that one. <laughs> like well, sometimes breakdowns happen randomly. Like, you know, you're just so burnt out and overthinking and then all of a sudden you realize you're crying. Mhm. Or you're venting, you know? It's it's just sometimes it just your your body's way of telling you to take time for yourself. Yeah. And one of our friends from his podcast, Brian, with uh, Finding Demo Surfishing, he sent up a post when he decided to take a two-week break for his show. And he said it best. Like, sometimes, you know, you just got to gotta uh, take a pause and have a, a squirrely event session. <laughs> and there are times, too, when I've done it for myself. Like, I go on a vent. And I ha- and my brain turns into a squirrel. I'm everywhere. <laughs> like, wait, were we just talking about this? How did we go into this subject? Kind of like how we're doing now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's now confused. <laughs> wait, we are all thoroughly confused of what's going on here, right? But that's kind of, that's like uh, the reason why I would say a lot of people have that squirrel, that squirrel brain vent is because they've been holding in so much that they've compressed it so long that instead of trying to just let it out slowly in a controlled line fashion, it's like letting go of the spring just pops up. Everything wants to go up at the same time. So uh, we get it. Those happen. And it's totally okay to have a breakdown or to have a vent or to have an uncontrolled squirrel. (laughs) But that should also be a sign that you need to address more or at least make a little bit more time for it. Give it its dedicated space. I guess that's the best way to say it. Or that's the therapist term for it, right? Give it its space. (laughs) Give it its time and space. And uh, just as Nine was mentioning, like uh, your de-stress might be something different. Reading manga, watching movies, uh, um, watching anime. I'm not gonna lie, some of the anime she watches are pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> like some of these, like I never even knew they existed until she's watched it and she tells me about it. And then, oh, this is really cool. Let's go sit down and watch this. Yeah. And then you find out it's like uber popular and everybody, all of us, like, wow, there's a lot of mer- there's a lot of stuff about this. I'm like, oh yeah, because we're like well behind the times. Like this is like 12 years old and we're just barely catching into it. Like, Since when? <laughs> Since when? I mean, I guess that's cool too, right? Like, uh, you find you find yourself into something that's it's it's a um, a brand new exposure for you, and then it's established. So now you have more uh, means of expressing. Yeah, or- I mean, you have other people that can is into the same thing you are. Um, you know, there's always those group chats or you know conventions. Or, you know, there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. And, j- just like a, and just like those resources, and I mentioned for just our little nerdy selves, there's also resources for the things that you're going through. 
that may sound weird <laughs> to some people. And then there's a lot of individuals who just like to handle it themselves, right? And I feel men, me especially, have done that. <laughs> Be a man, handle it yourself. It's your problem, you deal with it. Or whatever the stigma is. But just know, know it's, you're not any less of a human being for reaching out for help. You're not less of a human being for doing a quick Google search on resources to help you do better things. Whether it be work, your personal self, your relationship, whichever. They exist for a reason because people like ourselves, like you, have had these issues or are currently having these issues. And maybe you may not need to commit so much. You just kind of want to be told that the answers that you're trying to find are in fact answers to be found, right? Or like um, you already know the answer, but you're just not confident in it. So you need someone to read it back to you. If that makes any sort of sense. Yeah, I I, I understand that one. <laughs> right? like, I'm always second guessing myself. It's like, this doesn't sound right. And then someone reads back. Oh, okay. It just looks weird. I'm, I, I was thinking it, but it just looks weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that, especially with spelling. Oh, I get, I fuck up spelling so much. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> How many times are you like, hey, is this right? <laughs> uh, I, I would like to go on another quick tangent about just like that work-life balance, especially when you're transitioning from one lifestyle or one place to another. And especially for us with aviation and our time in the service, or the military for that matter, we used to move around a lot, a lot, a lot. So it's like a brand new weird <laughs> every so many months, every so many years. So like every, again, going back to that, that situation has its own solution. Like we, we had ourselves pretty figured out in one place and then we get moved because of jobs or military. And it's a whole nother weird and a whole different solutions. Like, well, shit. <laughs> well, it was kind of fun in itself though. I mean, it's stressful. And, you know, kind of nervous about where we're going to be, but it was fun. It was fun. But now, like, uh, I got, we got so used to doing that. Staying in one place just feels weird. It does. It, I feel like we need to move somewhere. And it's not because, like, uh, the place we're in is an inconvenience or anything. It's just like, I've never been in a place so long where... Like, the school remembers our kids' names. <laughs> <laughs> That was so weird. Like, um, I think we've moved around at one point so many times. Like, the when we go we go back to visit, the people who we used to be really good with don't remember who our kids are. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that your kid? Or they think that the one kid's the other one. Like, oh, you're still small. Like, no, no, that's that one. Oh. 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 Wow, you got big. Like, well, it's been a while. <laughs> And just as Nine was mentioning about uh, the teamwork and being open, being open to communication, there's also that sense where sometimes you just got to let that person take the wheel, right? Like you got to put faith in them just as much as they put faith in you, like be it work or your relationship or your kids, whichever the case may be, there's going to come a point, man, a point where um, you just don't have the ability to accommodate whatever that thing is. So sometimes you just got to let go and let them take care of it. Right. 
I don't know, especially for men, that's a huge no-no. Huge, right? Like, no, I'm the breadwinner. I got to do this, right? And sometimes it really just kind of kicks you in the stigma when they're out there whooping it on and making it happen. And I think that's a, a big challenge in of itself. Some people may not even care that, okay, whatever, they're working too, so pff, do it. <laughs> but there, there's going to come a moment where uh, you just got to let them take the wheel, let them be the one to make it happen. And for some, that's a huge thing. <laughs> I know, I know for me for a good minute it was because like it was, it was not so much that nine was making everything happen. It was the fact that I had no means of contributing. And, and I think that's really it for a lot of reasons. It's like, you just, you, you're getting to this motion that you can contribute, that you have to contribute, but when you don't have the means to, it kind of makes you feel like you failed. And that, that could be in all sorts of different areas, right? Be it working, get bringing money home, taking care of the kids, having emotional and relevant connections with your kids, having emotional and relevant connections with your family, with your significant other. You know, sometimes you just feel like, like you're not doing it right <laughs> by not having it or not being as strong, right? But again, it goes back to that. Um, like each situation has its own unique solution and... You got to have to kind of adapt to what's going on and just understand that, you know, have that faith in the, the, the partner, the significant other or the team member that you are with, that they might they'd be able to help make it happen. It's just like with aviation, like you can't get that plane ready all by yourself. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. But it takes a team to make it happen. And just like how you practice it at work, 100% practice it outside of work. <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Uh, you pretty much summed it all up. <laughs> I try anyway. So, uh, uh, Nine, do you have any any? parting or final words for any things that we've mentioned? Um, well, just, you know, don't forget about yourself. And in any way you can, just, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Because if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of others? Exactly. Uh, what you've you always told me this. What was the saying? Uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Is that it? No, I think you said that. I said that? Um, I don't remember saying that. Oh. We kind of blend though. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's one of those, like, I can't remember where I heard it. Was it you or was it me? Yeah, it's one of us. Our we are one. We are one. It's one. We're one brain. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good, right? <laughs> we are one. We don't know which side it came from, but it's all one brain. So it's kind of... <laughs> But yeah, um, definitely take care of yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup, as one of us has said at one point in time, <laughs> right? And and uh, and uh, just know, like, um, as much as you stress to make things happen at work or to get the bills paid, why not? Just understand that you know you you yourself have needs. Your significant other has needs. Your family has needs. 
and recognize that each and every one of them has their own challenges and that each, each time they will have some kind of unique solution. Some of, it may not be as unique as others, but they just know that there's no such thing as a blanket solution. It may work for 80 or 90% of them, but don't use that all the time, every time, right? Just kind of tackle it as like, here's lessons learned from the last one. And then what can we do to address this current one? Because we've all run into those scenarios where, well, this is how we've always done it. And that's when you run into problems. Yep. But hey, let us know what you think, right? Uh, what, uh, what sort of things that you, uh, do you use to de-stress? What sort of situ- situations that you've gone into that you realize that having this uh, cookie cutter, one size fits all solution was not the answer? Or ones where you have to think outside the box to find it, be it your ne- your next de-stressor, uh, dealing with scenarios that you've never seen before, and so forth. Hey, let us know in the comments. Let us know on our social medias, our emails, our website. The absolute best way to get in touch with us is through Patreon or via our Discord channel. That's where we have all sorts of conversations with our patrons and all sorts of discussions like this. We're constantly learning and engaging and learning different things about ourselves, about our jobs, but other people's uh, challenges and their jobs. <laughs> so uh, let us know what you guys think. And we're open to hearing that feedback of learning ourselves what you feel is best practices. On that note, thanks again for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you all on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. We would like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners. With special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Eric Shaw, Dan Schubert, Ryan Frushauer, Kyle Keir, Mike Sherwood, Caleb Stockhill, and Jennifer Brofer. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. If you like our show, please support us on Patreon. You'll receive awesome perks like access to our private Discord, discounts and early access to our merch, first glimpse of our comics and other projects, and so much more. You can further support us and show off your prowess as an aircraft specialist by visiting our shop at cancelformaintenance.com. If you like classy or rugged watches, visit our affiliate Rockwell Time at rockwelltime.com. Use the code CX, the number 4MX, to save 10% off your total order. If you have suggestions for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us a line on our contact us section at cancelformaintenance.com and we'll do what we can to get both your ideas and yourself on the show. Please support us on social media like Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance. Instagram at C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast or Twitter at C-X-M-X Podcast. Please check out our new comic series on the Tapas app. Like, share, subscribe, and comment on our comics. Let us know what you think. Thank you all so much for your support and listenership, and we will catch you all next time.